baby bus. Around the world in 80 days. Episode 5. Passepartout the Fugitive. Sunday, October 20th, 1872. The 18th day of our trip around the world in 80 days. We came to Bombay, India. The day after leaving Suez, Passepartout ran into Fix on the deck. Passepartout was surprised and happy. Fix? Why are you on the ship? Where are you going? I, um, I want to go to Bombay to conduct some business. Of course a detective wasn't going there for business. Fix was lying. He got on the ship only for the purpose of following Mr. Fogg. Well, come to think of it, you didn't answer my question the other time. Where are you and your master planning to go? We're not going anywhere. We're going back to London. My master made a bet with his friends that he could go around the world in 80 days. I must say, I think the bet is crazy. Passepartout related the story of Mr. Fogg's bet with his friends. <gasps> going around the world in 80 days? The bet must be a cover. Based on my years of investigating cases, I think Fogg is using this as an excuse to escape. Detective Fix decided that he would follow Mr. Fogg closely over the next few days until he received the warrant to arrest him. The ocean liner sailed for another 10 days before finally arriving at Bombay. When they disembarked, Passepartout cried out in surprise. Look, Mr. Fogg, the men here wear skirts. It was true. The Indians around them, men and women, were wearing skirts. It is not surprising. These are their traditional garments. Ooh, wow, Mr. Fogg, look, it's so cool. <laughs> Passepartout cried out a second time because he saw a few Indians carrying cargo on their heads. One carried several huge packages piled up into a small hill on his head. But Mr. Fogg wasn't the least bit interested in the strange things around them. He checked his watch. Passepartout, we have to take the train to Calcutta at 8 o'clock tonight. You know that I need a visa everywhere I go. To save time, I'll go apply for the visa while you go buy shoes. Remember, don't miss the train. <laughs> yes, don't worry, sir. I'll be back on time. Passepartout slapped his chest confidently as he skipped and hopped away. Mr. Fogg walked away slowly in the other direction. He didn't notice that in an inconspicuous corner, Detective Vix's gaze was fixed on him. Based on my years of investigating cases, I believe he will not go to Calcutta, but find a place to hide here. Fix smiled coldly and hurried to catch up with Mr. Fogg. But surprisingly, Mr. Fogg did not hide. He went directly to the British Embassy to apply for a visa. Then he went to a restaurant close to the train station and ate. How strange! He didn't hide! But based on my years of investigating cases, I believe he must have some scheme up his sleeve! Fix followed Mr. Fogg into the restaurant and sat in a corner, 
But even after Mr. Fogg had finished his meal, Detective Fix still hadn't uncovered Mr. Fogg's scheme. Meanwhile, Passepartout had already bought two pairs of beautiful leather shoes for Mr. Fogg and himself. Wearing the beautiful new shoes as he walked on the street, Passepartout felt very proud. Suddenly, the sound of a drum came from behind. Passepartout turned around. Huh? What's that? Behind him, a procession surged. They seemed to be celebrating a carnival. There were people in the procession doing acrobatics and dancing, and the street suddenly became very crowded. Hey! Be careful of my shoes! They're new! Ouch! Somebody stepped on Passepartout's shoes. He jumped really high, as if he had been poked by a needle. Ouch! My poor precious leather shoe being stepped on just after I put them on. This won't do. I must find a less crowded place. Passepartout looked to the left and looked to the right. Behind him, he spotted a temple not far away. It doesn't look crowded there. I'll go and look around. Passepartout entered the temple and was attracted by the beautiful scenery before him. All kinds of relief sculptures were carved on the temple walls. There were animals and people. They were very exquisite. Wow! It's so beautiful here. But the important thing is, there's nobody here. My new leather shoes are very safe. Ouch! Passepartout hadn't even finished speaking when he was suddenly tackled to the ground. Three fierce-looking monks pounced on him and forcefully held him down. Hey, who are you? What are you doing? Passepartout questioned the monks loudly, but they didn't answer his question. Instead, they removed his shoes from his feet. Hey, those are my new shoes! Oh, I know you must have seen how beautiful my shoes are and want to snatch them from me! Your leather shoe robbers! After removing Passepartout's shoes, the three monks didn't stop. They also snatched the smelly socks Passepartout had been wearing for days. Ah! My socks! So you're also smelly sock robbers! Seeing the crazy behavior of the three monks, Passepartout began to feel a little afraid. I must leave this place quickly! Passepartout began to wiggle like a caterpillar on the ground. He was very strong, and he dragged the three monks forward with him. Then he suddenly felt extreme pain in his back. One of the monks went crazy with anxiety and sunk his teeth into Passepartout's bottom. Ow! Oh, my bottom! <laughs> Passepartout jumped to his feet and shook with all his might, flinging the three monks off him. He burst out of the temple in a hurry. Passepartout ran to the train station all at once. <gasps> Mr. Falk! I... I met some shoe robbers! <gasps> Passepartout related his risky adventure to Mr. Fogg. Mr. Fogg wasn't surprised at all. The train is leaving in three minutes. 
Remember to be back earlier next time. When Mr. Fogg and Passepartout had got on the train, Detective Fix walked out from a corner, a gloating expression on his face. The three monks are not shoe robbers. There's a rule in Indian temples. They don't allow outsiders to enter, especially people wearing shoes and socks. The government actually severely punishes those who don't obey the rules. A pass part two? You're in big trouble. Detective Fix's eyes rolled around. <laughs> I've thought of a plan to deal with you, Mr. Fogg. I'm going to present you with a huge gift soon. 